You are listening to Between Two Consultants, Logic 2020's original business and technology podcast. I'm Nick Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. We're two consultants who talk to super smart people about the latest trends in technology and business. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Between Two Consultants. My name is Nicholas Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about remote workforce security. And we're fortunate to have Nick Callahan with us today to talk about that. Nick, could I ask for a very brief introduction, please? 10 seconds. <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, Nick Callahan, I um, support IT infrastructure at Logic 2020, enabling all of our consultants to be productive um, and also manage a managed service offering that Logic 2020 provides. Awesome. Uh, Nick, some people say you have a quick wit. Is that true or false? Uh, medium quick. Okay, pretty good. What is remote workforce security in a nutshell? Uh, in simple terms, what we're going to talk about today as far as uh, remote workforce security is the securing of endpoints. And I think, was it Ethan or Nick that we're going to explain what an endpoint was? Yeah, no, I, I will explain it very, very succinctly. But, you know, just because you're our guest, why don't we go with you? Okay, I'll, I'll uh, proceed. Um, endpoints in, in, in this sense are, you know, laptops, desktops, phones, the devices that employees are using to accomplish their work. Um, and so we're going to talk about some of the changes that have occurred in that space um, in maintaining security around the content that's uh, there on. Okay. Um, Nick, I'm looking forward. Nick Callahan, sorry, I need to uh, delineate between both of you. Uh, also, it's probably for you guys like looking in a mirror. Nick Callahan, you did mention that you have quick wit. Can't wait for you to uh, start um, showing us that. Um, in in terms of uh, remote workforce security, uh, and we're in a new world over the last year. Don't know if you've heard um, COVID-19 has been around. What mm -hmm. changes? Um, have you been seeing pop up? The um, it's a great question, Ethan. The, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, there's there has been a lot of reliance historically, particularly in the Microsoft uh, ecosystem, on um, kind of an assumption that users were coming into physical offices and plugging their device into secured networks. Um, and getting updates and configuration changes, et cetera. Um, and with COVID, that's just, isn't, hasn't been a possibility um, for those folks that can still work remotely, um, including call centers, uh, operations staff, et cetera. So, I mean, that's been one of the um, biggest changes. Got it. And um, so uh, it, I'll throw in this other question. If you see, if other things pop to your mind about like big changes that you've seen from where we were before to now, um, we'll get back to that. But what challenges are you seeing from a security and IT operations perspective now that folks are working much more remotely? So that tooling that was doing all the management of that, of, of those updates and security pushes and monitoring, um, depended on on folks coming into the physical office and they're not doing that anymore so yeah, we've saw, seen instances of, of um, security updates not being pushed and inability to deploy new software 
um, the inability to change configurations on machines. So it's made the, the logistics of both the ongoing support and frankly, the onboarding of staff. That's a probably, that could probably be a whole nother episode. Um, fat, equally fascinating. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, if there's anybody that's still awake, that's watching this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, future, I'm sure. I just woke up. We're, okay. we're, are we recording? <laughs> Super. Um, but but that 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 infrastructure and system center is one of the the primary tools in that space. Very mature, very powerful. Uh, no longer viable if you've got staff that comes into the office once a year. Um, and so uh, Microsoft has had uh, Intune and Autopilot, some parallel technologies in place um, for you know five six years now. A lot of large enterprises. It was a significant effort to move to that new infrastructure. Um, and COVID has really uh, forced them in that direction. Now, there's plenty of other tools that can be used, um, whether it's uh, supporting Microsoft uh, endpoints um, or Mac devices or uh, Android phones, et cetera. All these are potentially in a person's ecosystem and have to be considered. Nice. I, we, we, got a, we got a few more things that we want to cover. Um, Nick, was there anything you wanted? Nick Kelly, excuse me. Uh, was there was yeah? Don't want there to be confusion. If it helps, you can refer to me as the Nick and and what what should I refer to Nick? I don't Williams? care about the other. Uh, I can be the over Nick. <laughs> the over Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, other things you'd like to uh, to go off of from what uh, the Nick just said. Nick, would you say an endpoint is any device with a MAC address, or is there any other way you would define an endpoint? Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty broad because <clears throat> a Mac address could be on a, a router or firewall or, you know, any device on a, on a network, TCP IP type not, device, not, but, not, um, not a, not a great question, but keep going, Nick. <laughs> I thought, good. I thought you said, don't get too technical on our previous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it, primarily what we're talking about here are the tools that we're handing to our are folks that are doing work in any given organization, right? And so they're going to be laptops, desktops, phones, tablets, those those types of devices um, are are the, are the you know probably the eighty percent. And yes, there's other hardware devices out there that need to be equally considered, but um, that's probably the sweet spot where the nice most one. pain has been felt. Yeah, yeah. I, thanks, Nick. And is the the desire for say managing the the ecosystem there people have gone more remote are you seeing a trend of people bringing in more of their own technology you know for example cameras other devices that help with the remote experience that maybe haven't been traditionally governed or managed yeah i mean definitely uh given the um how kind of quickly COVID happened and um, organizations not being really positioned for a, you know, 90 to hundred percent of their workforce working remotely, um, provisioning all the tooling that folks need to be most productive in the field has, uh, was a challenge for a lot of organizations. Um, things like cameras and, um, uh, you know, speakers and microphones don't present really a new that physical device attached to an end, to an endpoint doesn't really um, represent a, a new exposure per se. Um, 
but uh, it, it is something that probably should be you know, considered as far as uh, a policy of, of hardware management. You definitely, uh, an individual is going, I'm going to use my personal device because it has a better camera or whatnot is, is a consideration. I don't, I, I haven't seen a lot of examples of that occurring, but uh, that certainly is a risk. Thanks, Nick. Ethan, I'll send it back over to you for some low value, low quality questions. Well, that's, that's where I'm best uh, situated. So thank you for that transition. Uh, but like just the last thing about um, uh, the neck, when you say, you know, like people bringing in their own devices, uh, the over neck, Kelly, uh, you have this incredible setup with all of this amazing technology. Did you get that pre-approved by uh, the Nick Callahan? Uh, it was more in spite of the under Nick that uh, I went ahead and, and decided to innovate. So um, we can just leave it there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't hear anything. All right, maybe we'll, we'll take that offline. Uh, uh, Nick Callahan, what types of technologies are you using? Are you seeing in the market? Um, now that remote workforce security is becoming more of a thing, the 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 tooling to support um, remote endpoints has has been around for a while. I mentioned Intune as as one example. Jamf is another. There's there's quite a few mature products in that space. Um, it's been a little less about uh, net new tools being introduced where there's a gap, and more about uh, prompting action where there hasn't been a compelling need because of the old tools continue to work. Um, and so I think that's, that's the bigger shift, Ethan, right mm -hmm. now. Um, uh, maybe, maybe what might be characterized as, um, I don't want to say pent up demand, but um, where there wasn't a compelling business case to enable 100% remote work because 90% of your folks were coming into an office one or more times a week. Now they may not be coming into an office yeah. in a given month. And you mentioned that a lot of the uh, tools, services, um, have the, they have been mature. Have you seen any advancements that you weren't expecting? Or is it, hey, they were already pretty good, it was already pretty mature, so there wasn't that much room to grow? Uh, I think there's, you know, there's always room to grow, and that's an, an evolving space. Um, the the uh, support of... Uh, heterogeneous uh I, I should stop using the devices that you're managing um has been one of the bigger challenges of effectively to be frank managing a, a, a your apple devices alongside your microsoft devices alongside your android devices um alongside your ios devices um and so there's been some some evolution in that space uh, in the last year um more robustness as, as that is increasingly a, a part of a, of a lot of uh, organizations ecosystems you know they have multiple different types of devices in the environment Nick Kelly um, Callahan just said there's always room to grow I think in terms of between two consultants we sort of like have pretty much nailed it like so I might take exception to, to that I don't know Kelly if you have any thoughts it makes sense but you know what you always have to push the ceiling higher for other people. Uh, so I think that's what's going on here. And it's hard being that, at that the top. Just prompt Say me that. to wonder what this looked like in the early days then. 
that we can. Oh, sorry, are we? On. Sorry, I wasn't sure we were laughing at that or not. <laughs> Nick Callahan, in terms of the tools, technology, services um, that uh, you have brought up, or even ones that you haven't, when somebody is thinking of, okay, these are the things that I should or should not be um, leveraging. What are what goes into that decision making process? I think one of the one of the biggest gaps I've seen uh, over the last year is that uh, organizations don't have a good read on what uh, level of configuration um, they currently have in place of uh, uh, of devices. So they don't know what their current requirements are it, because those requirements have been implemented over a period of time. There's not a crisp view of what as I move to new tooling or implement tooling, uh, what is it I need to support as far as how I was managing the devices in the old environment versus the new environment and moving to the new tooling? So if if before I didn't allow users to do X, Y, Z, and they received patches on one, two, three, update cadence, I need to be able to support that in the new environment and does the new tooling support that and does it do that across all the platforms that I need to do that? So really, making sure that you're starting with a clear understanding of what it is uh, you're doing today, what of that is really necessary versus has occurred organically, and what is the pri priority of those features or those nuances of the way you're managing things that are uh, necessary to support in the future as you, as you evaluate um, true remote uh, security tooling solutions. That was a, not surprisingly, lovely episode of Between Two Consultants. My name's Ethan Silvers. I'm Nicholas Kelly. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Logic 2020's Between Two Consultants. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe so you can get each episode delivered directly to your favorite podcast app. To learn more, visit our website at logic2020.com. You can also find us, Nicholas Kelly and Ethan Silvers, on LinkedIn. So give us a follow. See you next time.